Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here. A uh, happy Jimbo. Um, and we're here with our buddy King. Hey, what's up? Why why so down? I mean, Nordame won. This, this... What a depressing, <laughs> depressing weekend for New York football. What an absolutely depressing the season's over for both for well, New York football had maybe the shortest NFL season in, in its history. I mean, in, in 60 plus years of there being two NFL uh, or two professional uh, New York football teams. Just, just, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't, I don't know why you're saying that. Cause I mean, one New York team is one and oh, and the other one's oh, and one. Oh, there's don't just because they won. Doesn't mean their season's <laughs> not over. Their season is <laughs> over. It's over. You only listen, let's break, but let's just, Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a moment here. We're gonna take a moment here. Okay, hopefully we're gonna start off longer with, than Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna, we're 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 gonna start <laughs> off with just I mean, what it what an amazing opening drive by Daniel Jones and the New York Giants driving down the field. There was a late hit penalty on Daniel Jones after he slid. Giants are moving the ball, rushing good. A couple of good throws from DJ. We're like, all right, all right. That's what I like to see. Let's go. We get down inside where we at the seven-yard line. Yeah. Something like that on Dallas. Third and three or something. Third and five. Like, you know, we can get a first down without getting a touchdown. All right. Okay. We're, we're moving. Hey, we got, ooh, we got you. Ooh, there's something. Uh. Full start, New York Giants. Ah, oh, God damn it. All right, all right, all right. Hey, listen, listen. It's all right. 
we all make mistakes. It's all right. It's early in the season. You know, false start. You're down here. Critical moment. You don't want to do that there, but it's all right. We Listen, we've had a great drive. It's going pretty good. This is, this, we're looking good. I like this. Um, next play after that, a snap over Daniel Jones' head. That brings it all the way back to the 30 goddamn yard win. Uh, <laughs> whoa. This is two plays in a row where just what, – what happened? What happened here, guys? What are we doing? What are we doing? We went from – possibly going in for a touchdown to now we got to settle for three points like this is bullshit i'm i'm a little upset you know but hey all right graham gano is going out there so we know we're getting it we're at least getting three points um and then i turned the game off after after the subsequent <laughs> play uh, i'm not even going to discuss it i'm not even going to talk about it was that um, the block field goal? And, and that's not true that's not true i didn't turn it off then but uh, I did turn it off uh, after uh, Saquon kind of fumbled the ball up into the air and it got picked off and brought back. That was like, that's when I was like, you know what? I am done for today. <laughs> We're we are done. Was that like right before the the half? No, that was first quarter. Still, that was this was all first quarter. Okay, this was all first quarter. Because I mean, uh, with me, I. I watched the first half, and it was like two minutes left in the uh, two minutes left in the first half, and I was like, "Well, I mean, you could just see the game was over. The, the, there was no life in the Giants." And I was like, "Well, I wasted, I, I wasted I this much. <laughs> I wasted this much time. Might as well just." I blame just... you. Why, why is that? I blame you. the The reason I blame you is because you you had even mentioned it. It was uh, you said, "Man, I, I." I I'm going to watch the game and see if it's like that one time where King watched it down at my at the bar where I actually felt sorry for him, yeah. which was what I think that was 2013, I think, where Eli had like four picks in the first half and the Cowboys blew us out of the building uh, in that in that opening weekend game. And you mentioned that, and you were like, I hope it's not like that, but I'm going to watch and see and make sure that it's not like that. I, I, I hope it's better than that for you, King. I would I, I know it's on one of these shows here. I know it's a couple episodes back. Yeah. But I absolutely 1,000% blame you. I hate you. You can go to hell. Well, and I'm sorry to have interrupted you in your, in, in, in your part there, but I do blame you. And I first of all, I feel like I have a right to interrupt you after after <laughs> after that game that I had to suffer through. Uh, no. like it, it was so historically bad. Like the, the apparently during that game, I, I, there, somebody brought up the stats and, and they put them together. Like it was something like no team has ever uh, had like seven sacks in a game, or, or um, had seven sacks, uh, uh, a blocked field goal return for a touchdown, uh, less than so many yards rushing or something like that. Uh, I, 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 I again, I, I wish I had brought it up. I didn't, yeah. but it was like all these stats, and I was like, no team has had. All of these things happen to them in a season. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's in right. In one I, I season, yeah. a team hasn't had all of these different things happen to them, and it happened to the Giants in one game. <laughs> that's how historically bad that game was. So, yes, Giants season is over. I was, oh, wait, wait, you can't give up. Yeah, we got to play Arizona. Even if we beat Arizona... Who gives a crap? It's and, Arizona, and they almost we beat Washington. Beat them, and they—I was going to say—they did look pretty good against Washington as well. I, I didn't watch um, it, but I just followed the score. 
I saw a little bit on on some of my uh, uh, like again. It was it's hard trying to get an, an illegal red zone stream now. Uh, with you, hopefully it gets better as time moves on. Uh, but uh, hard to do that, you know. I'm, I got to see if somebody can, if, can you piggyback off of YouTube TV and uh, do that stuff, or is that kind of like Hulu where they like geo lock it and, and everything like that? I hope not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> never, never mind YouTube people if you're listening, which I know you're not because you know. <laughs> I see the numbers. <laughs> um, uh, so I saw a little bit of that game. So, but, but, uh, but that, that like, and, and this is the thing, like, I was so excited. It's like a football holiday. You're like, we're coming off the fact that we, we, we actually won a playoff game last year. We came out of nowhere where everybody thought we were going to be garbage. Uh, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. yeah it ended badly. Uh, against the Eagles, but it's like, you know what? New season. We look good. It feels good. We got people back here. It's like, all right. And then what is the number one problem that we've had that we've had for 10 years that we just never seem to address, never seem to face. It's like, we'll go with every other position, but we won't worry about the goddamn offensive line. (laughs) Yeah. That was the revolving door. And listen, Dallas has got a great defense. I'm not, diminishing that Dallas has a top five NFL defense. I think we can all agree on that. Um, Even, even without playing the giants, I think Dallas has a top five NFL defense, Uh, but against that defense, you can't have Evan Neal just letting whoever wants to go into the backfield, go in there. That was, and pick the pocket and just, and just destroy Daniel Jones. He got destroyed in that game. Never had a shot, never had a shot. And that's the offensive line's fault. I don't know what happened. That first drive was going so well. I've never seen a team crumble from one penalty. But apparently, that false start penalty on third and five, whatever it was there, uh, inside the Dallas Cowboys 10-yard line, that one false start penalty just destroyed the New York Giants' ability to actually play football. Yeah, Unbelievable. That that was that was my main takeaway. Like you keep saying, offensive line. Maybe Evan Neal played that bad. That I didn't notice the rest of the offensive line playing as bad. But it was like every no, they they all played bad. Yeah, every play, someone was going around, and especially when you got Mika Parsons going up against Neal. How are you not putting someone either to chip him or help Neal out block? What are you gonna, What are you gonna do? You're gonna try to. You're gonna double team somebody on that Dallas Cowboys and leave something else open for them to come in. Like it, it. It didn't matter. Yeah. The Giants' offensive line is garbage. Has been garbage, and they've never fixed it. Sorry, Evan Neal, you're a bust. Yeah. Again, I know he's never gonna listen to this, but he's a bust. <laughs> he's a bust draft pick. We got him to try to shore up that offensive line. Be like, oh, maybe we could do something. And we got one piece, and then did nothing. And he's done nothing. And it's like, well, we're gonna say. And now they're like. Well, we don't have any uh, uh, plans to move him over to left tackle. Why would you? He can't protect Daniel Jones as it is. And you yeah. want to put him on his blind side? What are you, insane? Why is that even a thought? Yeah. I, Forget I, I, about putting him on the left tackle. Why don't you put him on right tackle on the practice squad? <laughs> Unbelievable. Like it, it, I can't stress to you enough the level of despair and disappointment that I had with that game. I listen, I, I I know I'm a I'm a grown ass man. I just turned 42 years old. Um, you know, it's it's a game, it's a professional game played by people 20 years younger than I am, 
making millions of dollars, money I'll never see in my lifetime. I should not let what these people do on a green carpet in East Rutherford, New Jersey, affect me in such a personal and emotional way. But my mental state on Monday was not great. I was in, I was in what some may consider a mood <laughs> the entire day Monday. The entire day I was just didn't pick up the phone, didn't talk to anybody, was just a miserable sack of wine. I was just ugh, disgusting. And then here's the thing. It's like, all right, well, now we'll see what the other New York team does. Maybe that'll kick me out of my doldrums. You know, I like the Jets. I root for, They're my AFC team. I root for them. That's how I kind of grew up rooting for the Giants. I was a Giants fan. But then you also root for the Jets because they're New York, too. They're in the other conference. I'll root for them. I like them. You know, I, I like the Jets. I always have. Um, when, used to go to Jet games a bunch in the late 90s. Uh, real fun times. Uh, even when they, that's, you know, when they were kind of garbage too, uh, I, I was, we went there, we started going there when they were in the one and 15 season. Oh, okay. Then we got to see vision. It was fun. It was, I'm just saying it was good times. So I'm like, all right, we'll watch that. Um, and you see everything going down and the, the big show and Aaron Rodgers comes out with the American flag on September 11th. It's like, oh, oh let's go like this. All right, fine. I'm good. All right. See football, football hurts, but football also heals. You know, yeah. so as bad as I was and as down as I was, I was like, you know what? Here, you know what? It's football. We're back to football. It's, it's, it's all right. We're gonna watch some football. And the biggest story in the NFL for the last four months, and on Hard Knocks, which is a great, fantastic watch, and just the anticipation, the Jets actually being a Super Bowl favorite, a Super Bowl contender, people picking them. They are a super talented team with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, my God, this is going to be something. You know, he has his favorite coordinator that he had in Green Bay. And also, people forget, Nathaniel Hackett, he made Blake Bortles into a legitimate playoff quarterback. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, so, like, this is it. Like, the, 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 this is going to be exciting. Jets fans, I'm excited for the first time in 25 years. Oh, this is going to be something. And on the fourth snap, you just knew it as soon as you – I felt it. I saw him go down, and I said, that looked like a weird sack. It just – like, again, because you're, you're watching it real time. You don't see any of the replays yet. You're not seeing anything. You're just like – that it looked weird. Just the yeah. way he went down, the way he was sacked, the way he was hit. It was just like, it seems weird. seems weird. And you see him stand up, and it's like, okay, all right, maybe I was wrong. He, he's just standing up. He's going to, you know, he had a little bit of like a, a little gate there, and I was like, okay, maybe he'll, you know, he's got to shake it off. It was a weird, again, it looked weird. So, all right. Um, and he stands there for a couple seconds, and, and then – just rolls right back down to the ground. And as soon as Aaron Rodgers went back down to the ground, the first thing that hit my mind was because it was just the way he felt. I said, I bet you it's his fucking Achilles. I bet you it's his Achilles. And everybody, I saw everybody starting online and say, Oh, high ankle sprain. Maybe he rolled his ankle. Maybe it was something like that. And I, you're kind of hoping for that. Like it's something like, Either they can wrap it up and he can come back and play even in this game, or even if it's a high ankle sprain, that's like two to four weeks, you know, yeah. uh, uh, being 
very hopeful. You know, usually it's about four to six or, or, or longer, but you're hoping maybe he comes back a little bit earlier or something like that. And, uh, they, you know, he gets off the sidelines and he goes into the blue tent. And then you see the cart come to the blue tent. And that's when, you know, where you first think, oh, no, is that his Achilles? To where it's like, oh, no, that's his Achilles. And then you see the replay. And they do the slow-mo of it, yeah. and you, you see the moment of the pop, and you see that calf muscle just go, blah, 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 blah. and as soon as you see it's just... It's so gross. It's Here's the thing. It is, from just a sports fan's perspective, just somebody who likes watching sports and is excited about the storylines of sports, the drama that is the National Football League, the how depressing it was to see that happen. Like you have this whole thing building up Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets. Can they do something? He's left Green Bay after, you know, 18 years. You know, is is, is he going to finally do something with the like are the Jets gonna be able to do something? Does he still have it? Is he still MVP form? He has all these weapons around him. That Jets defense is elite, an absolute elite defense. What is gonna happen? And we got four plays. Yeah, we got four plays, and that's it. The Jets signed a lot of these players who went there to play just with Aaron. You had a lot of the young players there who were excited to actually have a competent quarterback there to play with, and that was going to be able to hit them and drop it in the bucket and just like it was all just it was right there, and it was just like it was going to be such an exciting storyline this whole season. And we got robbed. We got robbed. Not to, and, and listen, I I can't even imagine being like a true died in a wool Jet fan right now. Like that, that. Like when you think like when you're a Jet fan, you're just kind of feeling like whatever can go wrong will go wrong. We're snake bit. We're cursed. We can't get out of our own way. Life just sucks. Why am I a Jet fan? This is awful. But like it's just it's 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 a never ending misery for the New York Jets fan base. Yeah. And then you have this four month sunshine and rainbows and listen guys we're gonna do this is this is it we're gonna do something this is the year we do something this is gonna be the year something happens it's actually happening we had all the teases before with Favre and <clears throat> the Sanchez and Vinny Testaverde before that which is also ironic because there was the last time the Jets were <laughs> this much of a preseason Super Bowl contender was when Vinny Testaverde was there in 1999 where guess what happened? He popped his Achilles in the first game. I, I saw that video. And I think that was in every Jets fan's mind. I think that was in every Jets fan's mind when the game was going on. was like, don't, you know, of all the hope and everything that we have, don't let it be a repeat of that. Don't let us have that. And that's exactly what they got. And at that point, like, how, how do you, you know, and listen, I'm glad they won. I'm glad it was an exciting game. I'm glad for 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 Gibson for which everybody loved from Hard Knocks and to see him kind of get that and get that moment and for Jet fans after that entire misery to just kind of have that. Yeah. Was great to see. But what an absolute gut punch for the Jets for New York football in general. And so yeah, now as we go and enter week 2, uh, football season's over. So what like, you know, hockey season starts in a little bit, but there's nothing left to look forward to here. I mean, my Eagles won. 
Barely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what I, I feel terrible that I actually won that pick against the spread because I was like Eagles by a billion. Look at maybe even look at alternate spreads. What the hell <laughs> happened to that vaunted Eagles defense? Our corners sucked and you know, just like the Giants offensive line problems for the past ten years, our problem the past five years is we have no no defenders to defend the middle. If you're passing, just throw it over so the it middle. Is. Darius Slay looked good. Darius Slay looked fine. Yeah, I thought he played well. Slay um, did, but, but then Bradbury. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis was good. The, like, um, I, don't, I don't know if like having Mac Jones back with Bill O'Brien did that much or is that big of an influence or uh, what have you. Um, but you know, so I'm going to hold off on a man. You let Mac Jones pass like that against <laughs> you. And you're supposed to be this vaunted defense. So I'm, I'm going to hold off on that. And like, again, weird, th- weird things always happen in week one. We said it in the last episode. Uh, we, 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 I've said it in, in our, in our uh, group chat with our, with our fellow pickers uh, that we have like week one is always just a weird week where you trying to feel out things. And you're not sure who, where everybody is or who knows who or what, what, you know? Yeah. So, um, the, the one weird thing and, and kind of funny uh, that this happened was, you know, Jalen hurts, Daniel Jones, Joe Burrow, all signed big contracts in the off season and, and all of them just sucked. I, the, the, the thing that really does, does bring it home to me, uh, about that, just the last little bit of that Eagles game is that if that rookie, knows enough to get that second foot down to kind of hold it back to drag it the eagles lose that game oh without a doubt because what there was only 20 seconds left or something and they would have been uh on. when that fourth down pass was yeah. and uh he got one foot down but he he just instinctively didn't have that other foot he had it in front of him yeah if he drags that the eagles lose that game and then we're looking at a at a, at a week one where the bills would have lost the Bengals lost badly. Yeah. The Browns absolutely destroyed them. You would have had the Eagles lose in New England. You would have had the Giants getting blown out. Uh, the Chiefs would have lost. Like, when you look at it that way, it's like, holy moly. Like, I, how did how did this happen? I do want to say one thing about the Eagles game. I know it's only week one, but when it comes to the offseason, I want the Eagles front office when it comes to um, proposing rule changes and stuff put a rule in there that you could challenge a challenge because Bill Belichick did not get that red flag off when we snapped the ball we snapped that ball before that red flag left his hand which cost us a first down because he he threw the flag they will all, the, the way I understand it and and the way it go the, the way I feel it is they kind of look at that the same way they look at the play clock. Like if he's in the motion of throwing the flag while the snap is happening, they're gonna give it to him. Like even if it hasn't left his hand yet, 
Okay. It was like if 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 it's a nudge forward, if he's going to grab for it, they'll give it to him. Same thing with the timeouts. You ever see how many teams go with the play clock and it goes down three, two, one, zero, and it's like zero, and it's like zero, and then you hear the whistle and you're like, oh, they got him for the delay of game, and then you see the ref run over from the sideline and say timeout, yeah, offense first charge timeout. It's like, how are you giving that to it? It's like they're very lenient when it comes to that kind of stuff. So. Again, I know it's another thing that Eagle fans bitch about, but I think that's kind of always how it's been when it comes to to that and with throwing the flag and the challenges and everything like that. But uh, uh, you're lucky. I, here's the thing. Like, like the Eagles were lucky to leave New England with a win, which yeah. is not something I thought I was going to say coming out of week one. Right? When I said <laughs> when beforehand, I was like, Eagles by a billion. Don't even worry. You don't even have to watch the game. <laughs> It's, this is what are you serious come on it's <laughs> yeah. like all right and now again now we have tonight here starting week two you have your eagles on a short week at home playing the minnesota vikings who lost at home to baker mayfield and the buccaneers who nobody gave a chance to and all of a sudden oh, oh, oh here comes baker it's like hey maybe baker's not too bad you know the past couple of years baker i mean he's, he's not great he's not the worst out there, but he's he's not a bad quarterback. He, I think. Listen, is Baker a, Mayfield a Hall of Famer? No, no, but I think he's a very good. Very. I'll tell you what. I bet you the witch. I bet. I bet you anything. The Jets wish they had Baker Mayfield on their team right now, rather than <laughs> yeah. Zach Wilson. I take Baker over Zach Wilson any day of the week. <laughs> I, Twice and, on Sunday. And you know what? I'm going to put this out there now. Um, and King knows this. You know, I, I've messaged him this. I'm on the Zach Wilson train. I might be the only one pushing it. I hope the kid wins the Super Bowl, wins the MVP, to shut everybody up of how bad he is, which he is. But give the kid a, sh- a, a chance. He had a shot with he's no had no quarterback shots. with no quarterback and he's around done him. Nothing. And he had listen. The the Jets were a playoff team last year. The Jets were a playoff team last year if they had a competent quarterback. Guess what they didn't have? And then when they got Zach Wilson, they had a competent quarterback for a little bit with Mike White, and then he got his ribs hurt. Yeah. And then you know how bad Zach Wilson was? They put Mike White out there with three broken ribs. But the, the, They said, let's put the guy out there who has three broken ribs over the guy who we know can't win this game and doesn't have the team behind him. Because when they played that game in New England and gained 20 inches – the entire game, not yards, not feet, inches. And he went into the thing. It was like, oh, I don't think we let the defense down. I think we did our job. So it's like, even his father told him he was an asshole. <laughs> but the difference between, between the past and this year is he has Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers already came out and said he wants to be on the sideline. Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers is going to be recuperating in Malibu. He's going to be chilling out there. He's not going to be on the sidelines being a coach. That's not going to happen. Uh, like, I'm sorry. Like, Zach Wilson, and, and even if he is, like, unless Aaron Rodgers is sticking his hand up his ass like a puppet <laughs> and trying to have him quarterback that way, like, they're, I'm sorry. There's no. And this is what every Jet fan knows, too. Unless the Jets somehow, some way, find a quarterback out there that they can trade for, which there's none, really, like, who are you going to get? I would say I would have said before maybe Matthew Stafford if the Rams are looking for that, but now they have Stenson Bennett is out for some unnamed reason. They won't yeah, talk what about, it, that all about what it is. I don't know, 
But now, they, so and and plus, they went up to Seattle and whooped up on on the Seahawks. So all of a sudden, now if you're the Rams, you're like, hey, this is, is this maybe this isn't a throwaway season. Maybe we can do so, even though we don't have Cooper Cup. Maybe this is something we can do. Uh, so now you have, you know, so they're not probably going to trade him away. Like I, I, I don't think Indianapolis is going to trade away Minshew because he, he's you, one of I think you need a solid backup having the rookie there with Richardson. He's one of so the they're not going to keep, keeps getting floated. Yeah, but not, why would they do that? Right? Well, if, when you have a rookie quarterback and you need a solid backup, Minshew, I, Minshew is a fantastic solid backup. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I like yeah. Minshew, oh, but so, so they're not going to get. They are not going to get rid of him. They're not going to let him go, especially to an in-conference team. They're not going to do that. Why are they going to help the Jets? Fuck the Jets. That's what they're going to say. And then, what, like, who else you got? Mate, like, if the Vikings are like one in six halfway through the season, maybe the Jets can trade with Minnesota to get Kirk Cousins. About, but by that time, the Jets season might be over anyway. What about Carson Wentz? Do you try? Do you bring him in? <laughs> no, I, I listen. <laughs> I'll take a wet fart over Carson Wentz. He's done. I'm sorry. I liked Carson coming out of college. I thought he kind of got a raw deal, you know, getting that knee injury yeah. uh, when he did against the Rams and and not being able to make that Super Bowl run. And then afterwards, always kind of being in the Nick Foles shadow and all that stuff. Like, listen, it sucks. It really does suck for him. Uh, but, like, like that's not going to happen. And also, listen, Kaepernick, Stop it! It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's, like, it's been like eight years now. You're you 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 don't look good in any kind of football <laughs> shape. Um, it's it's not gonna happen. Give it up. You, you give up the dream. You, listen, you you made a stand. Yeah, all right, woo, all right, good for you. Um, it, but you're not. You're, listen, the NFL has tried. They tried to meet you halfway with it. They had the workouts planned and everything like that, and then you you still burned them. So, uh, <laughs> listen, you, it's over. It's over. Give it up. Give it up. He's um, he's one step so, away from getting a, a PFA put against them. The Jets might be looking for a restraining order, from what I've heard. Uh, so after that, like like who do you get? Like there, there's nobody else out there, um, unless Tom Brady wants to ruin his legacy with the Patriots, which they just had Tom Brady Day up there, uh, and I doubt that's going to happen. Especially uh, when there's, there's he's, nobody he's out a there. Patriot. So now you're he's a so Patriot now you're stuck life. with Zach Wilson. Uh, he is a Patriot for life, apparently. Uh, but not if he goes to the Jets, he's not. <laughs> like, the Patriot fans could, you know, were, were behind him and liked him when he went to Tampa Bay. It's like, we still love you, Tom. If Tom went to the Jets, they would burn him in effigy. Uh, it's just, that's just what it is. It's like, you can't do that. So, all that being said, the Jets are stuck with Zach Wilson. They're stuck with him. They got, there's nothing, there's, there's nobody else they can get. There's nobody else out there that's going to be better than him. I would love to see them try to trade for Sam Darnold from San Francisco, but San Francisco's been through enough uh, quarterback issues that they're like, we're going to keep every quarterback we can get, <laughs> except for Trey Lance. Get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. All the other quarterbacks we're going to keep. You know, I think it would be a funny storyline to bring Sam Darnold in and have him lead that team to the playoffs. That would be, you want to talk about a story. Like if the NFL ever was scripted, Write that into it now. Get that into the script because I'd watch that. That would be some straight up Mexican telenovela drama right there to have Sam Donald waltz back into that building. Let's go. That would be fun. Um, was it the yeah, same like, coaching staff that was there now that he saw the ghost? Or was that a different uh, coaching staff? 
that might have been Salah's first season, or mm-hmm. was that the season? Or no, was that the what's his face last season? Who was the coaches? Who who was the Jets coach before Salah? I can't even remember now. It wasn't Rex Ryan, was it? No, Rex Ryan was, was a couple while coaches ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, that's like saying, was it Eric Mangini? No. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Todd Bowles, was it? No. Uh, was it? No. He. Now I got. Uh, I got to find out. Now I got to Google. Here I am. Just uh, to let everybody know, we're 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 never been and we never will be that sports show that quote unquote knows our facts. That's not us. <laughs> That's not what we do. We're just two people that like talking and uh, and kind of know some stuff. But uh, you know, we're just kind of bullshit. So again, if you want me to go and list every coach from every team from now back to 1950, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. I can do Super Bowl champions, though. Uh, let me see here. Which he, which he can, because the one night that we were hanging out at the, at the bar, I uh, I dared him to, or I, I bet him to, and yeah, I owed him a beer. <laughs> That's how I do. That is how I do. Uh, oh, yeah. It was Creepy Eyes, Adam Gase. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the guy, he was out. like on cocaine at his introductory uh, press conference. His eyes are just like, Ooh. <laughs> That's I mean, right. No wonder I forgot about him. He was he was uh he was Ooh. nothing. He was gross. <laughs> Todd Bowles was before Adam Gase, though, so that's why yeah. I remember Todd Bowles. Now, oh now, man. Now so, I can see why um, Sam Darnold saw a ghost. Probably had some of those, think, those, think, those drugs. Uh, so where, when was Sam Darnold? What was his last season with the Jets? I think his last season was 20. So I think his last year was that first year with Sala. Okay. Uh, actually, no. Actually, no. They got, he was, he left in his last season was 2020. And then he went to the Panthers in 2021, was there for two years. And now he's with San Francisco as the backup. Oh, okay. So he never played under uh, uh, that. So that would be something if he has yeah. like a whole new. It's basically like a whole new team, um, and uh, and I like I think Darnold. Listen, if if we're gonna be if we're gonna be real here, if we're gonna be real. Let's be real. I think currently, currently, right now, Sam Darnold is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. I mean, I, I think I, that, I could see that. That is. I think that is the case. I think that's true. Sam Darnold, um, where he is now. But here's the thing. Having Brock Purdy, uh, just having had the Tommy John surgery and and still being young, you, yeah, and San Francisco having been through what they went through last year uh, with the Eagles targeted their quarterbacks and tried to injure every single one of them, uh, they know, that's bullshit. What is, you know that they need um, – backups and solid backups and two or three backups they know that so they're they're not going to get rid of sam darnold how i wish they would though what a story could you tell me that wouldn't be a fantastic story having sam darnold go back to the jets with that kind of team and and maybe pull off something like be a be a game manager i know i hate that term for a quarterback but to just be like being able to throw it to someone and I think he's got a better arm. I think he's got better accuracy. Like Zach Wilson, man, he's just, I, I don't know if he, he just doesn't have it between the ears or or what it is, but he's just, again, he, he doesn't have it. And I think we know that. We've seen that. It's not a case of, 
oh, we'll give the kid a chance. How many more chances can you get? The kid has had chance after chance after chance. And he's not only has he failed, but he has failed spectacularly every single time. I can't, I, you can't put this. If the Jets are going to roll with Zach Wilson, the season is over for the Jets. So but the problem is, I think that's where, where they are right now. So if that's the case, do you think they quote unquote tank to try to get Caleb Williams? If he does decide to come out? No. They're not going to try to tank. You can't tank. You, the, the, the Jets are too good to tank. You can't tank. You And and you're never going to get players to be like, okay, we'll willingly lose because there's players on that team still fighting for their jobs and still yeah. wanting to have a place to play next year. Like, no. That's the, that's the other thing that bothers me too, this idea of tanking. Nobody tanks, especially in the NFL. Nobody's tanking games. Nobody's actively playing to lose, ever. In the history of the NFL, nobody has actively played to lose. And people who say that, it's, oh, you're just being stupid and naive. Of course, no, they haven't. It hasn't happened, ever. So this idea that they, people want, oh, the NFL should have a draft lottery so that those other teams can't tank. It's like, what team's tanking? Are you going to tell me that Houston tanked last year? When they went ahead and went for two to make sure that they won on their last game, getting the second pick and giving Chicago the first. Not true. Which they then traded away to Carolina. You know what I mean? Like, like where, where, where is this tanking? Where do you get the tanking from? And even so, people are saying like, well, Arizona's trying to tank this year. Maybe the front office is because they traded away a lot of their players and they don't have any good skilled players on there. But those players that are on that team are still actively trying to win games. Yeah. So they're not tanking. Like, that's what I mean. Like, these players are not tanking. So this idea of tanking, people like the, the people, oh, well, I just have this idea. And I think they're tanking. Like, you're, you sound moronic. You sound <laughs> stupid. They're not tanking. Nobody in the NFL tanks. It's, it's, it just doesn't happen. Um, so no, to answer your question, I don't think the Jets will be tanking to try to get Caleb Williams. Um, I liked how people were bringing up the thing. Well, what if what if uh, 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 Zach Wilson does well this year? What would the Jets do? Will they still try to? Will they go back to Aaron Rodgers if he comes back, or will they ride with oh Zach Wilson? I was like, listen, <laughs> that's a question we don't have to worry about. Yeah, that's a question we don't have to worry about because you know what's not going to happen? Zach Wilson being good. We don't have to worry about that. Even, even so, if he is, I mean, it's a no-brainer to go back to Aaron Rodgers. Um, we we don't we don't have to worry about. It. <laughs> don't. It's not something we have to worry about. I um, have hope for so, you, Zach. Um, I don't, especially especially against that <laughs> Cowboys defense. Well, listen. Let me let me uh, say, uh, let me again, say this. It, I have hope uh, for you, Zach. That, as long okay. as you you survive after this game <laughs> Dallas Dallas's offense may na- may not be that great and they may not be showstoppers and they, they, you know again uh I think what half or more than half of Dallas's points against the Giants came from their defense and special teams so again you know um Dallas's offense may not be that great uh but having Zach Wilson being Zach Wilson against that Dallas defense, um, Dak Prescott could never see the field and the Cowboys might win that game by 20. Now, I know I said that about the Eagles winning <laughs> by a million, but um, 
And again, I will be rooting like hell for the Jets because not only are they playing a division rival of mine, the Giants fan as the Cowboys, um, I will be rooting like hell because, again, I like the Jets. They're a New York team, local team. I, w- I want to see them do well. Uh, but also, one has to be a realist in this world um, and see things as they are and not as we want them to be. And... Um, Things are pretty desperate right now for the New York Jets. Yeah. And um, I just don't see that getting any better. We will get to our picks uh, in a little bit later on uh, in the show. I also have uh, the new rankings out. A little shake up there in the rankings. Week one's always going to be a, a bit well, shaky. This is the first time I'm actually doing rankings you, from week one your, on. Before you go to your rankings, other than. New York football. What was the biggest surprise, to, uh, you know, for you from week one? Cleveland Browns, and I think it's because they were so under the radar. Nobody really thought about it, but the fact that they held Joey Burrow to three points and uh, Deshaun Watson looked good. I think I I will say this. I said this to uh, my father, who I talked to earlier in the day. I say it now. I think the Browns are one of those teams that has a top five defense. I think they the Browns are a top five defense in the NFL. Um, I think they are primed to do stuff this year. If again week one, I'm not going to go off the rails with anything. Yeah. Uh, except for the fact that the giant season is over. Um, <laughs> but if they go into Heinz Field, and it is Heinz Field, it will be Heinz Field. Yeah. If they go to Heinz Field on Monday and they do to Pittsburgh what they did to Cincinnati, all of a sudden the Browns have two division wins, two divisions, two division wins in which they look good. One of them on the road. Um, all of a sudden you'd have to start really looking at the Browns and start believing in the Browns. Uh, so I would say the fact that the Browns kind of molly whopped the, the Bengals there in week one, that's probably my biggest surprise outside of maybe the Lions winning too. But again, a lot, we picked the Lions. Yeah. We, 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 maybe, maybe we didn't truly believe they would, but I picked them. Um, and sure enough, they ended up winning. Yeah. Uh, but again, you know, I, I think, I think that was a surprise. I think the Eagles sh- struggling and almost losing to New England, that was a surprise. Um, and I think Baker going on the road to Minnesota and winning with Tampa Bay, who everybody has written off, um, I think that was a surprise. Uh, but I, the biggest one, I think, would be what the Browns did to the Bengals. What about you? What about you? What, what was your biggest surprise or takeaway from week one? How terrible the Steelers looked. I, I just did not think they were going to look that terrible. I mean, not to take anything away from the Niners' defense and, and their team. I mean, they, they look good. But I think they looked great because of a shitty Steelers team. Like, Steelers I, just could not get anything I, going. I, here's the thing. I don't see, and this is where I'll, I'll, I'll go. That's why I don't have it as one of my surprises because I I don't think it's the Steelers being bad. I think it's the Niners are legitimately that good and they are what what that offense did to a it's it's not about offense when it comes to the Steelers because the Steelers offense is going to be what it is. Yeah. 
Um, and, and they're still going to have growing pains and everything like that. I get that. But that Steelers defense is is people looking at it as, you know, they were great last year. They've been great for the last two years. You got TJ Watt there. Uh, I, I don't know when is Hayward back or coming back soon. Um, something right. like that. He's uh, out for a few he, weeks. Um, but either way, like that Steelers defense is considered to be, you know, a defense. And the fact that the Niners just cut through them like butter, um, like they weren't even there. That is that that might have been surprising to me. Uh, but again, that's to me showing the skill of the Niners and not the Niners be, and not the Steelers being bad. It's just the Niners are on that different of a level. And when you have that amount of talent and that amount of skill, and apparently Brock Purdy is the guy, um, and there was nothing shown on, on Sunday that showed that to be any different. Um, like, I, I, like again, I think the Browns, what they did to the Bengals was more surprising simply because who saw the Browns doing that? I could, like, if you told me that San Francisco was going to blow out uh, Pittsburgh, I would have been like, I can see that simply because of how good they are. Maybe I, maybe I wouldn't have said they would. Yeah. Maybe I would have given Pittsburgh a little bit more credit, but I could see that. If you told me the Browns were going to absolutely mud stomp Cincinnati, I would have said, I don't see that. Joe Burrow, that team, that good defense. I mean, that's it. Cincinnati's got a great defense uh, on their own, a bit of a no name defense, but they're good. Yeah. Um, and to see that happen, it was like that, that to me was more surprising. All right. Uh, so you want to do your power rankings of the Eagles? Yeah, we'll go we'll one down these real quick here. Uh, Kings NFL top 12 power rankings for after week one here sponsored by nobody but you can sponsor it if you want to you can contact either me or jimbo through the stay tuned sports uh x x uh, it used to be twitter i mean it was x twitter <laughs> see what i did there uh and let us know you know you throw us a couple bucks we'll put your logo up on there uh and uh, you'll be part of the absolutely controversial and and uh, uh conversation starting top 12 picks but here we go number 12 i have the washington commanders uh they weren't ranked last week they're one and oh played well against arizona uh as as you should have arizona played a little bit better than than we thought they were going to sam howell though looks like a dude washington looks like it like if if, if they can ever get chase to be healthy <laughs> uh that defense is going to be even scarier uh but for right now i have washington at 12 at 11 i have surprisingly the tampa bay buccaneers and baker mayfield went up to minnesota on a road game where nobody expected them to do anything uh against 1 p.m kirk cousins which is hard to beat the 1 p.m kirk cousins is a different guy uh but baker went up there showed uh you know a lot of his bakerness and and led the buccaneers to a victory on the road so one and oh for the buccaneers they again weren't ranked another team that wasn't ranked at number 10, the L.A. Rams, they went up to Seattle and they put a whooping up on Seattle, which is everybody's kind of a favorite team up there in the Seahawks. Uh, kind of surprised everybody last year. Uh, kind of some people's dark horse or a sexy pick this year to kind of make it out of the West behind San Francisco. Uh, but L.A. said, hey, we're, we're not done yet. Even without Cooper Cup, went up there 
and uh, uh, put a couple licks up on the Seahawks. So the Rams at number 10. Number 9, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, they went ahead and they beat uh, uh, Indianapolis, which is, you know, a lot of people think they're, uh, Indianapolis is going to be beaten a lot this year. But still, in a division, on the road, they bump up a spot from 10 to 9 from my preseason picks. So the Jaguars there want to know at 9. At number 8, the Miami Dolphins, they're up four spots from where they were. Uh, what, I mean, that, the offense, again, it was a track meet against uh, the Chargers. Tua, I, I love this new Tua. I love that he kind of has a little bit of a backbone now, and uh, he's playing very well. Tyreek Hill is still the cheetah, man. Um and if the Dolphins put up points the way they put up points in that last game, they're going to do well. I think the Chargers are going to be fine, too. Don't get me wrong. But I have the Dolphins at eight. At number seven, down three spots, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. 1-0, they almost lost to the New England Patriots. You can't do that. And be what like you can't be what the Eagles are supposed to be and almost lose there. They're still in, they're, there's a lot of teams that aren't still in here, and I'll get to them in a second. But Eagles, I have them drop down to number seven. At number six, the only team on this list that did not win in week one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs at 0-1. They lost by one point to the Detroit Lions. They were missing Travis Kelsey. They didn't have uh, Jones there on the defense, although he has signed. So he, I don't know if he's going to be playing this week or play next week. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Uh, I imagine he'd probably play this week uh, if he's in football shape, as it were. Uh, so, again, it was a one-point loss. Could they have one if they made different choices? Maybe things go this way, ball bounces and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but still, Chiefs down five spots from number one down to number six. Number five, I have the Baltimore Ravens. They struggled more than I thought they would with Houston. Uh, didn't expect them to struggle like that. Again, it wasn't much of a struggle. They did you know, end up winning by a comfortable margin. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was a little iffy, but again, they're up three spots. They want to know they did lose J.K. Dobbins for the year with a Achilles tear, which happened on grass, by the way. So I don't know everybody talking about the new MetLife turf. Oh, we got to ban it. Well, ban grass to them because J.K. Dobbins broke his on there. Number four, I have the Cleveland Browns at one and zero, and it's because of what they did. They were not ranked going into this season. I again, I think a lot of people didn't didn't want to rank them or have them there. My goodness, what they did to the Cincinnati Bengals and to Joe Burrow and to that defense to 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 win that game and to win it comfortably and to have the 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 Bengals not even there. I know some people might want to say that, oh, well, it was the Bengals couldn't get out of their own way. I, I think it has more to do with the Browns defense, to tell you the truth. Um, and and we're gonna find out this Monday night if they're for real, if they go into Hines and are able to beat the Steelers uh in the same fashion anyway that they were able to beat the Bengals. I think we're going to have to start looking at the Browns uh, a little more carefully. Again, this is still very early in the season, so these 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 rankings are going to change throughout the year, guys. They're, it's just going to happen. But for now, I have the Browns at number four. Number three, not ranked going in here by me. I know some people probably thought that was uh, a little crazy of me to do, but I have the Dallas Cowboys. You can't argue it. You can't say anything as much as I hate them as a Giants fan. They are uh, what 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 that defense is is incredible. Now you can say what you want about Dak Prescott and whether that offense is any good, but that offensive line is great. Tony Pollard can run the ball. What whatever it is about Dak Prescott, whatever it is, but 
between that defense and that running game. The Cowboys, I, I had this discussion before. I'm going to make a quick aside here. If the Cowboys don't make Dak throw the ball 40 times a game, if they stick to a plan of just running Tony Pollard, letting Dak throw to keep the defense honest, throwing little 15, 20-yard screens and and uh, uh, post routes or out routes or something to, you know, CD Lamb, which he can then run 40 yards afterwards or whatever. If you keep it simple, run the ball, pass when you have to just to keep the defense honest and let that defense run games for you, the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I they agree. Will. I'm sorry. That's But will Jerry Jones allow Dak Prescott to not be the focal point? Or will he try to force him like he has in the last couple of seasons to be the best quarterback and the highest rated quarterback and all that stuff and make him throw 40, 50 passes a game? If, if the Cowboys can resist doing that to Dak Prescott, Dallas will win the Super Bowl. With that team, I mean, that team is built for that kind of setup. So we'll see. But for now, the Cowboys, I have them at number three. At number two, again, it's early season. Don't yell at me. It's fine. I have the Detroit Lions. I like them. <laughs> they showed a lot of grit going into Kansas City on banner night to go in there and to chew some kneecaps and to come out of there with a win. And that, that that team now has an attitude with them. They have a little bit of uh, a spunk, as it were. Uh, they're going off. They're, they're, they want to be the villains. They want everybody in the crowd wearing ski masks now and being like, we're the villains. We're gonna, everybody thinks we're the villains. We're going to be the villains now. I love it. I really yeah, get, do. Get your own thing um, there. I... Uh, well, you guys wore the dog masks or whatever. No. So, well, we had the dog masks, and then the, the following no, year no, we, we no, had the, the masks, the no, ski masks. That, no, that that was just the the regular people in the crowd that are criminals. That's just that, that wasn't a thing. <laughs> that was just typical Philadelphia fans that are just hooligans and and ne'er do wells. Um, so there you go. I have the Lions at number two, and at number one, if you heard me talk a little bit before, you already know who it is. By and far. It's the San Francisco 49ers. That team is built to run. If they can stay healthy, uh, there's nobody that's going to touch them. Not even the Cowboys, I don't think. The, the 49ers are built to win. They're built to win now. They have the talent. They have the ability. They have the players. Um, and they made what I was considering a top five NFL defense going into the year look like the Arizona Cardinals. They made Pittsburgh look pedestrian. They made TJ Watt, who had a pretty good game statistic-wise anyway, but even even with TJ having a great game, they still, with, within the first four drives in the first quarter, they were up 20 to nothing. That is spectacular. Uh, so there it is. One, you have the 49ers, you have the Lions, you have the Cowboys, Browns, Ravens, Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins, Jaguars, Rams, Buccaneers, and Commanders, the teams that got bumped off of the list from the preseason rankings that I had two weeks ago, removed are your Minnesota Vikings, your New York Giants, your Buffalo Bills, despite the win, but because I lost Aaron Rodgers, I kicked the Jets off because, let's be honest, they're done. That's the Zach Wilson effect there. And the Cincinnati Bengals actually dropped off this list simply because not only did they lose but they got curb stomped yeah. so now can they get right back on this list absolutely any of these chems any of these teams can because this list is made by my whim 
I choose this list when I want to. Uh, I know you're going to ask me, what's my criteria? What do I do? How do what stats and figures do I use to figure out the rankings and who goes where? Um, it's whoever I feel like putting wherever I feel like putting them. That's that's how I figure it out. Uh, so there's my list. Go feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Make your own list. Yell at me. Argue with me. Go over to uh, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. They're at Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. It is at Stay Tuned Sports or is it ST Sports Podcast? ST Sports Podcast. And, okay. I always forget. Yeah. Because some of them we have Stay well, Tuned that's, Sports. That's the Zach Wilson at, effect. So. It is the Zach Wilson effect there. <laughs> uh, but if you're on X or Twitter or where Twitter was X, uh, at ST Sports Podcast, uh, that'll be posted up there. Go ahead, argue under it, yell at it. And hey, if you want to sponsor the list, we'll do that. We'll even give you a nice read on here. It'll be all great. Just give us some money and we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do anything for money. <laughs> we are whores. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> is that going to be our new tagline? Stay tuned, sports. We're whores. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I, thought, I thought we were going to get almost through a whole show without getting into whores. No, we're always in trouble. We're always in trouble. Well, we'd be in a lot more trouble if a lot more people listened. But um, I'm glad we have our core audience as they are. So when we get bigger, we have people that'll yell and be like, "Man, I like them before they hit the mainstream. They're <laughs> yeah. too, uh, they're too commercial now." Of course, we're. Uh, I'm dying to be commercial. Yeah, we got bills Feed to pay. Me commercial. Listen, if I can do an hour and a half of just me reading advertisements and getting paid for them, I would gladly do it. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> um, I am a capitalist pig. I will do that all day. Um, just to let you know, anybody out there, you want to get this stuff read, I'll read it for you for a price for money. Um, all right. So what are we going to do here? We're going to do some picks. We're going to do anything else we want to talk about. Is there, What else is going on? So, I know Notre Dame. Won. That's yeah. good. Uh, Alabama lost. That's funny. Uh, Colorado is still, I think, the story of college football. Oh, here's a here's um, a college question for you. Um, all right, I, I, did Clemson lose again, or were they off this past week? Uh, I don't know if they played this weekend, because or if they I, did, they did, like a cupcake, I think. Because I saw they're they're still not ranked, so that's two weeks in a row that they're not ranked, and it made me think: is the the Clemson dynasty dead? Well, you have a lot of people saying Clemson's dead anyway. Oh, so okay. uh, let me see. What did Clemson do? What did Clemson do? They were, they won. Uh, what was their, who did they play? I don't see, I see they're one and one. Okay. And they play the Giants. It might have. Been. Oh, I'm sorry. Charleston Southern. Who? Yeah. They won 66 to 17 against Charleston Southern. Jesus. Uh, and they play this week uh, the powerhouse that is known as the Florida Atlantic Owls. I got Florida. Uh, I like Florida Atlantic. Uh, but then it, it gets a little more muddy next weekend because they have to play number three Florida State. Oh boy! Ooh. Next, do you see the games for next weekend? Next weekend is, is going to be a stacked day. Uh, well, I know we have Notre Dame, Ohio State next yeah. weekend. Um, um there, so that's a big one. There was like five or six ranked teams playing ranked teams, and and like higher ranked, like top ten playing top ten teams. Let's go! 
Let's go. Let's make it happen. I can't wait for that. All right. So we'll see happen too because um, here's the thing too with Colorado. If Colorado keeps on and they're playing Colorado State, so they should win. Yeah. You know, if we're going by what they've done the first two games, they're gonna they're gonna beat Colorado State probably handily. Because uh, then that's it. Colorado then goes up to I believe Eugene to play Oregon uh, next weekend. So that'll be, a, be game. a good game. Yeah. That'll be a great game. Uh, so you're going to have that. You're going to have Notre Dame, Ohio state. You're going to have, uh, I don't know what some of the other ones are now because the rankings, again, they will always change. Uh, but that's, that's going to be interesting and better than I think these couple, once you, the, the thing I hate about early college football schedules is that there's so many cupcakes in the early ones, like it, th- there's not a lot of juicy meat. Like we had last week with Alabama, Texas, that was nice and juicy. That's yeah. a juicy one. Um, but outside of that, there really wasn't a lot of juice. It's not, not nothing's too juicy next weekend. though, going to be juice. It's going to land nice, nice raw steak, nice and rare cooked rare, nice and juicy cut into that. You know, what's going to come out of there juice. juice. Why juicy? <laughs> going to be sink your teeth into it. Juicy. I'm, I'm excited for the juice so let's let's do our so as far as our picks um if you didn't listen last week make sure you go back and listen to last week's episode um we announced that we're not doing blue picks um this year but we are picking every single game um with points and we're only picking three games on the podcast episode but head over to youtube uh at stay tuned sports and we are gonna have we will have the the rest of our picks over there. Hey, quick question. Yes. What was the record for me and you last week? You know what? I do not have my tablet in front of me. Um, I know I was seven and nine. Ah, I think. Good for <laughs> you. Yes, I have. I have that in front of me. Don't worry about that because you sent it to me earlier. So I actually have that. <laughs> and what that says is, oh, where, where did you go? Oh, here you are. <laughs> I had lost you for a second. Um, Everybody tries you, to Jimbo, me. against the spread. Uh, your your picks against the spread last week were seven and nine. Not bad. Respectable. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, me, though, with the 16 games there, 10 and six, baby. I'm winning people money. Not that you should bet on it. This is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, but like I told but, you, I, I had two games I did throwaways just to get a reaction out of you. Oh please! Like, come on. Shut who who would Shut. pick? Who would pick the Colts? <laughs> who would pick the Giants? We both did. Yeah. <laughs> we, we Looking don't. back on it, mistake. <laughs> uh, all right, Jimbo. Looking through all these games that we have this week, I'm pretty sure. I hope that you have some of them in front of you. Yeah. Uh, who are you gonna Who are you gonna pick for your first uh, Your first pick this weekend? Well, our first pick every week is going to be the Thursday night game. Um, Minnesota versus Philly. Uh, I'm going Minnesota. I'm, I'm not confident with Philly's offense and with Philly's defense losing uh, James Bradbury and Blankenship and a couple more injuries on the front line, even though they're going to play. This this may be over by halftime, just like uh, Sunday night and Monday night's game. So Okay, but I'm going to ask you a question. So you're taking Minnesota, you're taking the points or, or, or uh, yeah, t- you're taking the points at six and a half. Yes. Are you saying that Minnesota is going to win outright? Yes. I, I, I think, wow. I think uh, Justin Jefferson 
is going to have a monster game. Even though last season, Darius Slay um, shut him down, but there's no one else on the other side of Darius Slay. So they're just going to scheme to have Jeff Jefferson off of Slay. Okay. Um, no. No. Eagles are at home after that kind of dismal defensive performance there in New England uh, in front of that rabid criminal filled crowd uh we are nice wing. people um and you also have primetime kirk cousins coming off a game at home in which 1 p.m kirk cousins lost against baker mayfield and the tampa bay buccaneers which nobody thought was going to do anything this year so now they got to go on the road they have to play in primetime where the lights are brightest against a Philadelphia team that's kind of pissed over their performance last game. Uh, I'm not going to go as far as to say Philadelphia by a billion, but uh, I will take Philadelphia and I will give the six and a half here. Six and a half points, Philadelphia. That'll be my pick here on Thursday Night Football. All right. Because the other, the other thing I'm thinking too is at some point of Kirk Cousins' career, he has to get that monkey off his back. And I think tonight's the night. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, what what second game do you want to pick? Okay, my second game here. Um, I see this one, and this one, I I I, I have to take just because the line kind of it seems weird to me. Um, I know they're playing at home, um, and I know they came off a disappointing loss, but you have an eight and a half point spread. The Bills versus the Raiders. The Bills are favored by eight and a half at home. Um, they may beat the Raiders, absolutely. But eight and a half, especially seeing how Josh Allen and the Bills played against it. Like, again, the Raiders aren't the Jets. They don't have the Jets defense, clearly. Um, but I, I'm not buying the Bills right now. Yeah. They, like, they, they, again, especially after last year too, how they kind of fell off and seeing that like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not buying the bills. Um, again, they may win the game, but I'm taking, I'll, I'll take Vegas, uh, uh, getting the eight and a half against the bills there. That'll be my second pick. All right. My second game, I'm going to go with the green Bay Packers They're plus one and a half. Um, I'm kind of surprised that's that close. I mean, I, the Falcons played the the Panthers last week. I don't think they blew them out, right? Uh, it was closer than it should have been, uh, I think. But they, they ended up winning, I think, pretty pretty all right. Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, Atlanta's good, and they are playing in a butthole dome. <laughs> you like saying that, don't you? I love it. It's a big giant sphincter. It's a big <laughs> sphincter in Atlanta. It's like Atlanta's got a giant asshole in it, and that's where they play. So. But as far uh, beautiful as... stadium, by the way. Beautiful <laughs> stadium. Inside, all the stuff there. They got a Chick-fil-A in there for Saturdays. Sucks for the NFL games, but hey, sorry. Um, <laughs> but all the all the other stuff is like uh, decently priced. Like Arthur Blank made sure that like you're not spending seven dollars on a hot dog. It's like a buck fifty for a hot dog. You know, two and a half bucks for a beer. Like good stuff. Um, but uh, you can't help the fact that it looks like a giant butthole. So. Uh, <laughs> But uh, so you're taking the Packers in that game, is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to take Packers plus one and a half. All righty, and then what do we got? We got a we got a we got a third game we got to look at, right? We got a yeah. third game we got to look at. What are we going to do for the third game? 
I'm looking for some of these games. I don't know. Some people are home. Some people are away. Some people got big spreads. Some people don't have big spreads. Uh, listen, I talked them up enough, and I know the Rams played very well. I know they played very well. Uh, but even though they're playing at home, that is uh, SoFi is a place that 49er fans love to make Levi Stadium South. They love it. And really, everybody makes it their home stadium in L.A. I don't think there's been a home crowd for the Rams or Chargers in L.A. since they moved into that place. Yeah. Um, San Francisco favored by seven against the Rams. Um, San Francisco is just that good. I will I will actually take the touchdown or give, I will give the touchdown and I will take San Francisco in that game uh favored by 7 uh and that'll be my third pick here in our uh, lovely little pick segment. Jimbo, who's going to be your third pick? All right, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens plus 3. Um watching a little bit of that Bengals Browns game, it looked like the offensive line for the Bengals were back to their old ways of just letting everybody through. Um, and I think the Ravens defense is just going to be able to do the same thing the Browns did, if not better. And it's still regular season, so regular season, Lamar Jackson is still out there. So I'm going with the Ravens plus three. You don't agree. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the Ravens have given me enough pause and especially that they're playing in Cincinnati. Cincinnati has to, has this kind of like, you can't, you can't have another performance like you did on Sunday and you can't go down. Oh, and two in this division to two division opponents. Like you, you can't, you literally cannot. Uh, so I like, if you want to be a contender for this division in the playoffs and be an AFC contender, you can't lose these two games in a row. Uh, Baltimore's offense is what it is. Uh, they lost J.K. Dobbins, which I think is a bigger loss than I think people want to admit. Um, and the offense can't look any worse than they did against the Browns. Yeah. So, and they're at home. So I, I, again, there's 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 a lot there. Because <sighs> at that point, with uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you know what? See? We'll discuss it more. In our video picks, it's a, it's a it's a it's a it's an iffy pick because here's the thing: if Cincinnati loses this game, they're in trouble. Yeah, they are in trouble. Um, so so you know, there's a lot, and there's a lot of other games we got to get to. You can see that all over on our YouTube channel. We will have the link up over on our Twitter, on uh, Instagram, on. Then anything else that we'll throw up there, but it is on our YouTube. All you have to do is go to YouTube, go in the search bar, put in stay tuned sports. We'll pop right up. You'll see us. Yeah. And you click on the channel. Our video will be right there. Go ahead and give it a watch. But uh, also make sure you subscribe. And subscribe and click the little notification bell. I just, that's what they always say, right? Smash yeah. that like button. <laughs> hit the subscribe. Hit the bell. So you're notified. All that, all, all that fun YouTuber stuff. I'm not Markiplier. I, I don't know exactly how to do all that <laughs> stuff, uh, but uh, we'll figure it out, uh, and hopefully you will too. Um, so let's see. We went through the picks. We went through the rankings. We talked about how the Giants and Jets season is already over. We talked about how the goddamn Cowboys are probably a favorite. Uh, we talked about how the Eagles 
should have won easily in New England, but didn't. And now it scared the shit out of you to the point where you're picking Minnesota to probably beat the <laughs> Eagles tonight. Uh, what else do we have to cover? I think that's it. Wow. That's crazy. Look at all the stuff that we got to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the meantime, quickly here, I'm just going to get this out of the way real quick. Go and get yourself some dubby so you can go ahead and stay focused during all these football Sunday games. This is the prime time of year that you need to be focused. So go over to W.GG. Pick yourself up some of the delicious flavors that they have over there and some merch, too, and get a tumbler so that you can go ahead and shake it all up in there, a little shaker and everything like that. It's pretty cool. On checkout, in the promotion code box, you go ahead and put ST Sports 18. That is ST Sports 18, all capital letters. Get yourself 10% off of your order. Dubby, be better. Hopefully the Eagles and the Giants are taking some W this weekend. Hopefully they, the, the <laughs> offensive line just... Hook it, mainline it to them. Get it in their veins. <laughs> IV. Maybe that'll wake them up and focus. Focus. Uh, but uh, I, all right, I, I get, I, I guess that's it, Jimbo. Hmm? So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, and it's your boy King. We're out. The season's over. The season's already over. I hate it. Give me some beer. <laughs>